out. It's tough enough when it's just your house, right? The team at the Milwaukee Public Museum is taking on the monumental task of carefully packing its collection so everything is set when that new museum is built. The project manager of The Big Move, Sarah Podeco, joins us live in the studio. Sarah, I was wondering, did you just, like, take off those special gloves, put the box down, and drive over here for us? Uh, yeah, a bit. We were packing right up until um, I left to come here. So so first things first, is MPM Granny, she's coming along, right? We can't leave, we can't leave Granny behind. Oh, absolutely she's coming, yes. <laughs> so Granny, I remember Granny from back in the day as a kid going to the museum. She's in the streets of old Milwaukee, and she's just one of the, the fantastic things. You've got the, the T-Rex as well, you've got the snake button, all of these favorites for people. Are those three, are they all coming along? I believe so. Yes, they are. Um, Madeline would be able to speak a bit more to that. Yeah. So those three, those three elements that you touched on, they will be in the new museum in different ways. Okay. So here's the fascinating part to me because when I hear moving, I think label makers. I think you know boxes that you know the bottom falls out. You, you write with a sharpie. Like, do you have a box that just says bones on it, and then it's like, okay, well, that's the T Rex. There's, there's the head. It, like, how do you keep all this stuff organized and together and inventoried? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the first step. So there's a lot of things that we do before we even start packing. Um, and one of the first steps we do is inventory. So we take all of these paper records that we have and we make sure that we have digital records of all of our objects. Um, and then we barcode our objects, similar to what you see in a grocery uh, supermarket. Sure. Um, so it's not going to be directly on the object. We attach it with a drop tag. But this lets us track. All of our objects, wherever they go in the process, we'll know exactly what crate they're in. We'll know exactly where in the crate they are. We'll know what truck they're on. We'll know where they are at the new museum, um, really helping us keep track of what we have. So what's getting packed up in round one? And and how many people does this take? How much time does this take? Because there's so much to do before you even actually move. Yes, there is so much. Um, so it's going to take a lot of time. Um, and so because of that, um, we're starting with the uh, glass and ceramic collection in our history department. Um, it consists of about 23,000 items. you got to be so careful with that glass. You do, yes. Um, but uh, just simply because of the way we handle all of our museum objects, whether it's glass or whether it's a pillow from the 1950s, um, we're going to handle it the same way and that being very careful. Um, so... Um, yeah, being very careful with the fragility of the pieces. Um, and that we have a really great team of packers and move techs and inventory folk that are helping us out. Um, so it's going to take a lot of people, a lot of time, a lot of supplies, but um, it's definitely uh, something that we're excited to start. So you don't just hire two men in a truck or college hunks or whatever, like <laughs> yeah. just come out of their trucks and just slowly but surely handle it? No. Um, so I'm really excited about the type of people we get to hire for this position. A lot of um, who are applying for these positions are new grads out of museum studies programs. Oh, nice. Um, so it, maybe it's their first job or, you know, right out of school. So it, it's really rewarding to be able to give um, a lot of um, new folks to the career some experience and, um, you know, great, great work to do. When you're talking about all that glass, I just think if you're packing up your house and you're putting away the glasses, you're wrapping them and the plates and you're making sure that everything is okay. I mean, do you use something special to do that? Yeah, we do. Um, So there's um, kind of we call it just generally archival material. And what that means, it means it's usually um, not dyed. So um, it's acid free. There's no dyes. Um, It's chemically inert. It means it's not going to react with other material types. Um, so there's a whole laundry list of materials that we can use with our um, objects that are safe. 
Um, and so that's what we're doing with these. Um, the glass and ceramics, one of the major things we have to worry about are it's its fragility. So um, we're making sure there's a lot of padding, there's a lot of tissue and foam that's really going to make sure everything is nice and safe. Um, and then the, the great part about this is that we are planning on reusing as many of our materials as we can. Sustainability is a big point to this process. Great. Um, so we wrap something up in foam, and when it gets unwrapped, we're going to reuse that foam or use that tissue and things like that. So will phase one just go right into phase two, or is this 23,000 glass ceramic items kind of your, your task for the rest of the week, and then we'll worry about the next stuff later? Like, what's the timing of all this? Yeah, so this is our first sort of jump off for packing. This is really our prototype to see what our process looks like, to see what our numbers for packing look like. Um, but as um, this process is going on, we are starting move um, processes in many other departments as well. We're, hard, we're starting to hire for those inventory positions to really get those collections up for packing as well. So starting now with just one collection, but it, within the next few months, we're going to have lots of departments moving interchangeably i mean it, ultimately it's going to take years to pack all of this up correct yes it, we mentioned the t-rex how do you even go about disassembling that <laughs> and then take packing it up and then putting it back together <laughs> yeah well luckily when it comes to like our large um articulated um paleo uh material um luckily there are people that do this for a living um they articulate these specimens and de-articulate them so we would likely partner with someone who would be able to tell us where those weak points are how to stabilize it um and then we would talk about like do we move it on a pallet with a sling and you know all of those types wow. of details so getting the right people on the team is I, important. don't you just have to like label it like l1 l2 right like you're putting or together leg, a bookcase or something like two. that yeah rib nine <laughs> Right? That is what you do, yeah, when you ship parts like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. And each one will have a barcode. <laughs> Greg, well, that's important, too. If we were taking tasks, I'm giving you the T-Rex, I'm taking Granny. Granny seems a lot lot easier to move. Yeah, right. Like the snake button, fine. Put it in a box, <laughs> it'll make it. T-Rex might want to be a little more careful with that one. But when you talk about all the little things, too, I know you mentioned, you know, just being careful about packing things up, but also preservation. I mean, that that's key even inside of the museum, which I know is a big reason why you guys are moving, too, to get into a, a, a safe spot, so to speak, for all of the collections. But uh, how do you preserve it when it's packed away? Because I know I've always liked to newspaper clippings yeah. from back in the day in college. I mean, I have a lot of those and I put them in scrapbooks and at some point, you know, the pages start to turn yellow or the newspaper clippings get a little crimpy. Yeah. Preserving is a big part of this too. It is. And that's um, the main reason we're starting with the collection that we are. So glass and ceramic collections are what we call inorganic material. That's going to be ceramics and glass and rocks and metal and things like that. They tend to be less reactive to some of those environmental stressors that something like newspaper is very, very reactive to yeah. environmental stressors. So we can pack these things up and know that they're going to be safe and sound in their crates while we figure out um, the new museum. Um, and they're not going to be as reactive as some of those organic materials. Sarah and Madeline, thank you guys so much for coming in. You've earned lunch, by the way, when we're right in the market hall. So grab anything you'd like. Great, thank you, you. You've earned it. Right? I wonder what the catering <laughs> budget like, is. Are you right? paying for this? I know. Like, lunch is on Greg. Do you do Chinese food? Do you do subs? Like, I'm just wondering <laughs> what they're doing over there. you got to eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, do, um, we do a lot of pizza, a lot okay. of donuts. And, yeah. okay. and, <laughs> and a lot like of coffee, that. right? And a lot of coffee, of course. <laughs> really good stuff. Thank you guys for coming in. Good luck the rest of the way, and then we'll check in from time to time. Great. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. You bet. It's 1154 on WTMJ.